You're listening to the Mother of All Solutions, stories from mums as they navigate their return to work, with me, Laura Broderick. So my name is Karina. I'm um, part of, I've been part of doing it for the kids from, I think, from the start. I think uh, from when it was just a blog. Um, I think Frankie will correct me. Um, and I've loved it. And I've been a huge fan for years and years and years. I think it's probably one of the best communities out there for anyone, you know, trying to parent and freelance. So welcome listeners uh, for this episode of Mother of All Solutions. We've done something a little bit different and a little bit new. We're celebrating a whole community of working parents, specifically of the Doing It For The Kids community. Um, I had the pleasure of attending one of their in-person meetups. It was their first meetup since the pandemic and everyone was super excited Nice sunny day. Unfortunately, it was also the teacher strike day. So there was a little bit of um, chaos for some people. I took my son along with me, uh, which hadn't been the plan. But generally, the kids were great. And as Frankie Totora had said, the leader, the founder of Doing It For The Kids Community, it's very on brand to have your kids there with you. So didn't stop the meetup. Um, my first impressions of the group really bright and colourful, smiley, kind of enthused looking bunch of people. So this episode is me delving into some of the stories of some of those members and to just give you a sense of what a good supportive community can be and do for working parents. So we're going to play different clips. I'm going to start with a bit of the history of the community um, with Steve Folland, who's the co-host of the Doing It For The Kids podcast. So we'll hear from Steve first, but after that, we'll hear from a few different members, from Kaylee, from Corinna, from John, and then, of course, from Frankie herself. Um, so I really hope you enjoy the episode. And if you do, it'd be amazing if you could tell a few other people. So right, let's get started. Let's find out where it all began. Over to Steve. So... Oh, this is one of those myths which is blurred in history now, but something along the lines of she was following me online and I was following her online, as okay. in she was, I was already making, <laughs> right, exactly. I was making the Being Freelance podcast and she was listening to that and she was watching my vlogs that I was doing as well. So I was filming my freelance life. Um, so also on Instagram and things like that. And then I was following her doing it for the kids uh instagram and her blog that she was doing and i seem to remember reaching out and saying hey could i write a thing for your blog you know because i was trying to promote being freelance so i did that and we just ended up chatting on insta we were regularly chatting on instagram and then i said hey do you fancy meeting up for coffee and okay. um and you know just because we both seem to be freelancing whilst doing insanely big side projects on the side her yeah. were doing it for the kids me with being freelance so similar sort of scenario and so we met up in Spitalfields in London and um <laughs> and in fact she was pregnant and had um I bought her marmite on toast and um and yeah we just sort of hit hit it off and then eventually I suggested whether we might want to co-mentor each other and um and then from that the podcast then she suggested you know do you want to do the podcast together which is funny because I'd kind of been thinking similar 
things, you know, and I'd already been saying, hey, we could do an Instagram live together. She suggested a podcast. We did it. And yeah, I've been doing that for three, four years. And the podcast is very much about the community as well, because you get your listener questions in, your community members put the topics forward and things like that. So it is very much a... Yeah, we really wanted it to be that. So because, you know, one, I mean, I was almost a bit uncomfortable about doing the podcast because I didn't want to, I don't know, I don't see myself as an expert. I was like, who am I to give advice? You know, that sort of Mm. thing. But of course, we, we, so we are just two people giving our experience, our opinions from what we see. So we really wanted to get the community's feedback, not just for for the questions to begin with, but their reactions, their comments, their experiences as well. So that's what I love about it. And I think when we, drops clanger when we won um the british podcast awards uh, (laughs) i remember i I can't remember the exact words but they commented on that sense of community and particularly how important that was during the whole covid pandemic uh, which was when we won so that they picked up on that um through just the 15 minute submission that we put in not even from listening to it all the time uh, which was great because it really is it, it really does feel that way so fantastic to hear the story and you know the marmite on toast just made me chuckle um so now let's meet some of the people who live and breathe the community and freelance work as parents so i'm going to tell you a little bit about kaylee who's um of whole creative a brand and graphics consultancy and then also from corinna of quick brown fox who make video content and other things as well so we'll hear a little bit from them and I hope you enjoy learning about these women. I am a brand and website designer. I have been doing that for as freelance for, it will be my 10th year next year. And I do that for small businesses who are trying to level up and feel more professional, feel like they are being taken seriously, better visibility. A stint in the agency doing the same thing. So I was there as a graphic designer, um, supporting them with brand work and the marketing pieces, all of that stuff, all the normal collateral. Um, but I was really unhappy. It's work life, the kids, you know, leaving the house before they'd go to school and coming back home and they'd be kind of on the way to bed. It was, it wasn't a nice feeling for me and I felt like I wasn't present. So I needed, I needed more of them. Um, and strangely, I've managed to swap nine to five to 24 seven. <laughs> But I think just having the flexibility around the kids is a bit easier. So my eldest now, he's he just turned 15. But when he he was in um, reception, so he would have been five, six when I when I kind of ditched that. And my, I have a, uh, my younger one wasn't born yet. I kind of crazily decided to do it after I had him, after he was um, he was one years old. And I thought, I'm not going to go back to do that stuff I'm just gonna kind of make a life around the kids now so I feel like he was a catalyst um I run a video production um agency I suppose we've become a sort of agency um it started with just me and my husband uh trying to um trying to make it work uh, with having a family you know we we were freelancers before uh, but Victor was working in telly, which meant he would be away from home for months. And when our second baby was born, we kind of like took the leap and went, you know what? I think we have to both together push in the same direction. I, with my skills 
we'll support you with your skills and let's see where this takes us. Um, and that's how we started. Uh, we had a newborn and a six-year-old at the time and no idea how we were going to make it or exactly what we were doing. Uh, but we just decided to start. We started to put out video content weekly uh, on YouTube and Facebook. At the time, six-year-old, um, she used to sit with um, her dad, with Victor, whilst he was editing. Um, so in the first initial videos, she she featured quite a lot. Um, so she would always, you know, she wanted to see what was happening, how it was being done. And one day she was just sitting there looking at, you know, how he was typing away and finding this image and moving this and doing that, editing basically. And she went like, oh, wow, you're really, really, really fast. I think you should be called the quick brown fox. And we were like, where did you even get that? Um, turns out they had been studying um, panagrams at school. Uh, and obviously that's like the most famous panagram, the quick brown fox. I think all of my children have been involved at some stage um, or another. Um, you know, our eldest sort of named the company and she was the start of the, the star of the first few videos. Then the reason we set up was the arrival of our second child. Um, and child number three, she's just riding the wave, I think. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed getting to know these special women and we're going to hear more from them later on. But for now, even though I've started with Corinna and with Kaylee, I thought it would be really good to hear from from the dads because actually something that I came away really learning was that it's such an inclusive space as the Doing It For The Kids community. It's very much about parents. It was never set up as a mum's group. It's never delivered in that way. There might be a few more women involved, a few more mums involved, but that isn't the focus. And I came away feeling really like enthused by that. And yeah, it felt really special hearing what Steve and what John and Frankie had to say on that. So here's some clips just to kind of talk us through that, really. So John, the community of Doing It For The Kids is very much a space for parents, um, not specifically targeted at mums, it is parents. So how, how does that work feel for you? Like, how do you use that? Yeah, it's to be honest, ever since I joined, that has been like a fundamental part that has felt quite different. It is um, definitely championed by Frankie. Like she would always be straight on the comments to say, if, uh, if someone was putting out there like, hello mums, like I need your help. She would be first on there to say, this isn't just for mums, like there's dads in the group to like, make sure we're being inclusive and things. So I feel like, I kind of feel like Frankie's always like had the dads back in a way. Um, so yeah, it's always it's always felt really inclusive of all parents. But I love that. I love the fact that well, even today, like you can see, there's a obviously a majority of of mums, and I think that is likely to be the case. People tend to get into freelance because of their maternity leave, and then obviously this group is great for supporting that. But it's nice that it's inclusive to include dads that are, are going on the same journey. And you mentioned paternity leave. So what was your sort of setup or story around that? Uh, yeah, so I was the first in my, my day job, my, my normal job, uh, I was the first to do the shared parental leave. So no one had done it before, the HR were, um, <laughs> let's just say, a bit baffled by all the paperwork because it was new, it was a new thing. Um, and I got a lot of 
quite a lot of weird comments, to be honest, from colleagues of like, well, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to spend more time with kids? It, it really was a bit of an eye-opener of how, how set we still are in this day and age. That was about seven years ago, but um, yeah, so I was the first one to do it there, and I loved it, to be honest. Uh, we, we did shared like, days, so I had a few um, chunks of weeks and months where I had off. Um, and my wife would go back to work and yeah it worked really well for us we did it again with uh, our second child another thing that i love about doing it for the kids is that it is a mix of mums and dads of men and women um because there is a lot of online mum but i i i'm not i'm not so sure about dads and also i'm you know i'm not a very i don't want all blokey blokey kind of thing going on um and funnily enough, at the school gates, you know, it always used to be me and a bunch of mums. It's better now, thanks to COVID. There's a lot more dads doing that kind of thing. But um, it's, it, you know, it really is special to have that place online where you've got the mix of men and women, which, yeah, I, th- I, I don't know. Maybe we all take it for granted within the doing it for the kids community. Um, but it is actually, you know, because it, it, of in there, it just feels normal. But actually, that isn't always the case when you're out uh, in other spaces, both online and in uh, and in real life. I think. So you heard from John and Steve then, but now let's find out a little bit more about John. He told me the story of his business, Old Bloody. Um, so yeah, we're going to go back to John now. Uh, Frankie roped me into this basically and I, I've been trying to not say no to things and say yes to more so I uh, ended up doing uh, a talk which I've done a few bits of public speaking but nothing to this scale before so yeah that was exciting <laughs> but a good crowd right a, yeah, a, a really. kind of supportive crowd so a good time to get up on stage and practice and John what's your business what do you do so uh, we're a graphic design partnership um, there's two of us me and my business partner Dan and we try to work with people that are uh, sort of doing good in the world or as I said in the talk trying to do better um, so things like sustainability equality inclusivity those kind of things there's a lot to, to do better on right yep. <laughs> and how long have you been a member of the doing it for the kids community um, I think it's it's just over five years now I think I heard Frankie talking on another podcast um, about the the community and um, yeah, joined up on the Facebook group and then obviously ended up migrating over to the, the paid circle uh, group now. And what to you are the like, kind of key benefits? Like what do you get most out of it? Well, I was realizing today how many people from our business contacts, how many of them had come from doing it for the kids. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we had a business coach a couple of years ago that came from doing it for the kids. Uh, we worked with a copywriter this year to rewrite our whole website and uh, she was from doing it for the kids. And there's just so many connections that I have. And my favourite thing about it is the, the like, collective understanding of that when you go on a Zoom call or something, it's like, yeah, there might be kids in the background and neither of you are worried about that. Whereas in like a more formal setting, that might be something you're panicking about of like, oh, what happens if the kids come in and interrupt us? Like, that isn't like, that's kind of not a barrier, which I really like. The, the small things that I have, I'm kind of a bit of a, a stickler for rules, so I like making myself rules almost. So there's small things like I try not to work on my laptop in front of the kids, so I have almost set times when I can work. Um, I manage to drop to four days in my day job to, to work on freelance one day a week. And I kind of have rules there that it's like I have those set five hours where they're at school. Um, but it's just, yeah, my mindset was I haven't got the luxury at the moment to go full time. Um, I would love to into freelance, but at the moment it's just um, being able to do one day a week 
um, is kind of my small step into it and I'm trying to build that up and then ideally obviously that would then build and I would be able to do more but um, yeah I don't know specifically what small steps it's hard isn't it because when you then reflect on it I'm like oh yeah yeah no I did do that even when preparing for the talk today I was thinking back in my life like what do I do that's just doing better as opposed to an end result um, and I often forget <laughs> the examples I think they were pretty good ones you know a few boundaries is always helpful and in, in yeah. the kind of routine and then yeah how can people keep in touch then John with your design agency that you're hoping to to grow and do more of so we're called Obla D, uh, like the, the Beatles song, hopefully if anyone gets that reference. <laughs> um, so our website is Obla D. And yeah, you can find out about us there. We've, we've literally just relaunched our website with new branding, new everything. So quite excited for, for people to see it really now. Um, but yeah, obladee.co.uk. And more public speaking appearances in the near future, I hope. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thank you. Let's go back to talk um, to some of the mums. Let's go back to Corinna and Kaylee and find out what they were looking forward to with the meetup and what the meetup means to them. And also, yeah, let's let's hear from Steve as well, because he had um, quite a bit to say on that. So, yeah, we're going to go back just to hear more about the in-person activity and the excitement building. Doing it for the kids has not only brought us, you know, cold-hearted business, you know, clients, excellent clients, but it's brought us um, lovely friends, acquaintances you know that we admire um we whenever we need um a service or a supplier or you know if, if we have a question a technical question or or if we're looking for recommendations for uh, i think particularly solutions and software that is always my first port of call doing it for the kids and then the last few years as we all know have been trying you know for a lot of people for a lot of reasons so whenever we needed support at a person personal level emotional level um to put it bluntly somewhere to rant safely that is where we go because we know we know the people that understand you know the needs and the issues and um it's I don't know. It's just perfect. <laughs> it's just such a mm, an incredible space, really. Um, I I recommend it to every single freelance friend that I encounter. I go, you know, go for it. You will not regret it. I mean, as everything you take from it, you get from it as much as you put in. Um, but it's um, it it has been built in such a way that it's it's welcoming to everyone um, and it encourages everyone. There's always a kind word, a gesture, um, a nice surprise, and the laughs. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's uh, um, We absolutely need to laugh more. So, um, again, that is the perfect um, place to go. I really want to hug so many people that has helped us in so many ways since the last meetup and the last meetup was um january or february 2019 okay so a lot a lot has happened a lot has changed um and yeah in this four and a bit years um i've i've gone to that community so many times for so many things and i have so many people to thank um and to hug and say oh my goodness it's so lovely to you know be able to 
see that you are a real actual human um and you've been so nice to me that i really want to hug you so that's what i'm most looking forward to um and just seeing everyone's smiley faces and yeah um i can't wait to hear the speakers um at the meetup i think it's a beautiful lineup uh i still have my notes and i go back to them from the two meetups that have taken place already and um so i'm sure this one is going to be awesome as well yes 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 oh i love that place so much i have been a member um from the facebook days i believe i think i joined around 2018 so it's been a while um, and I felt like I had been in a few freelance groups on Facebook, but doing it for the kids felt like a really safe, um, safe space to kind of offload and, you know, just the little worries that come up, the parent guilt and, you know, trying to balance the, the re, learning that there isn't a balance and that sometimes the house is a mess while you're, you know, you're, you're smashing a deadline or, the kids are having chips again because you've got some work to do knowing that that was okay with other people kind of makes you feel reassured that you're not doing the wrong thing it looks like that sometimes it feels more realistic and it feels um you have a lot less guilt and that was massive for me because it's hard to kind of navigate through life when you're feeling like you know am I doing the right thing or was this the right decision for me yeah problem shared problem halved often when you're in the middle of a crisis wondering what on earth is happening with you know people have all these website worries all of the time and I can just offer some help it's not you know come and work with me it's just here try this jump on a zoom and let's just talk it out that kind of thing is wonderful it's like you've got a whole tech department or you've got a cooking support department or you've got you know um if you're having or if you need to look for someone a quality freelancer that's my goal. That's my very first goal too. So it's it's also it's helpful to find work and other freelancers, other associates that way. But um, if there's never any obligation to hire someone who's kind of helped you or you've you've done you or you've helped with whatever query they've come up with, and the advice in there is insane. It's great. Every it's all quality business owners. Everyone kind of knows their stuff. So when they do offer input, it's really it's sound. It's wonderful. So. I love that. Really love that. Lifeline. Um, and there are a few people that I've connected with and done some work with that I'm really excited to meet. I've checked and they're going. Um, and just to kind of, you know, in real life versus lots of, you know, it's, it's been online only for so long. So um, and also I'm climbing out of the out of the networking woodwork. So <laughs> it's and I think a lot of people are doing the same thing. So I cannot wait to kind of be in a room full of like-minded people that I feel like we already know each other there's already relationships built so that is exciting yeah yeah and not being in an office is perfect for me I love my solitary confinement most people call it I love that but the balance is important I think sometimes just being able to share with people and um this that human element can't happen online so to see them and everything like I feel like that's going to be the the exciting thing or the different thing I'm looking forward to that yeah I remember the first doing it for the kids meetup in uh, like above a pub <laughs> in London when um yeah and and now there's like going to be over 100 people in this room in um in West London it's so oh it's 
it's such a great atmosphere. I'm excited for people who haven't been to the meetups before because it really, you know, you are so it's it's like the online community really does just come alive and you you feel like oh i'm a bit nervous am i going to know anyone but the conversations just flow so naturally um and it's such a bright energetic thing that you come away from feeling really motivated fueled by good conversations i'm a freelancing parent and it's great to hang out in that scenario with people who get it i'm really looking forward to this one in particular because I'm not speaking at it I've you know like I've got nothing to do <laughs> I've just got to go along and enjoy it which means you've not I've spoken at a couple before and of course whenever you speak at something you I don't know you're focused on that you get a bit nervous by that distracted by that so now I just get to sit there and enjoy it can't wait um there's so much effort goes into organizing the meetups um i'm starting to organize my own now and there's such a headache <laughs> so who knows if we'll have a party I, what i love about the community now it's off of facebook is seeing um those extra spaces come alive where you know like there's people who have got um certain certain things going on in their life to do with this and then all those people come together and certain people have got all the things to do in their life about this and they all come together be it a newborn or whatever um and then the mini meetups where you've got people around the country um coming together just small groups organizing them um but you know that you're going to click with those people even if you've not met them in person before because you're part of that online space <laughs> So that was before the meetup, just getting to know the community better and how it works in terms of business support and people and the online space versus the in-person and just how it all comes together really nicely. So we've just got a few final clips of some takeaways from the event that I hope just make you smile a little bit. Really want to thank everybody who contributed. Um, yeah, and we'll also hear from Frankie because we couldn't finish this episode without hearing from Frankie, could we? So yeah, here goes. And I'm very pleased to be seeing you in your orange jacket. I told you. I know, I told you I would wear the orange. It's on brand. <laughs> well, you look very colourful and happy and cheery. So how's your morning been? Is your orange reflecting <laughs> the feelings from today? It is. I walked into this place. I was, the, it, the building is incredible. Then I saw the queue of everyone and it lit me off. Everyone is, it feels like the platform, but in real life, it literally feels, I can see everyone, their faces match the profile pictures and their brands are all living in colors and clothes. So it's been really nice to kind of walk in and see that today. I've loved it, yeah. And, and how's the hugging been going? Cause I know you were looking forward to a bit of that. I've hugged everyone. I don't know if they wanted it, but I gave it to them. So that was fun. Frankie found me, I hugged her, I did pre-warn her, so it was fine, <laughs> it was consensual, it was a consensual hug, so we did that and it was it's nice to actually physically touch her and meet her, because we've, we've spoken quite a lot, um, so the hugs, were, the hugs were necessary, yeah. Amazing. So just finally, Kaylee, what are you looking forward to next, like in your business and also within this community, those two things, what, what's coming up next? making more meaningful relationships so the chit chats the groups are amazing i live for those but i've met when you meet people in person it's a different dimension you, there's a closeness that you kind of you don't get online so just maybe connecting more with those people that i've met today making more relationships and 
more Zoom hangouts and that kind of thing and maybe more reasons to come down to London and meet these people again without having to kind of need a ticketed event to kind of make it all the way down to do that. So yeah, more prompts, more prompts to meet these people again. Yeah, that's so good. Well, Kaylee, thank you for talking to me twice and for wearing your beautiful orange jacket. Um, I mean, it's a funny old thing because the nature of it with children and freelancers is like it's quite a transitory thing. So people come in and out quite a lot. You know, their kids get to a certain age, it's no longer relevant or they've got a, jo a proper job and, you know, they don't need to be there anymore. Um, so it's always changing. So I'm just keeping doing what I'm doing for the people that need it when they need it, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I want to do more of this, I think. I mean, if you asked me at eight o'clock this morning, I'd be like, never again. Um, but yeah, it's so nice to see everybody's faces. It's brilliant, particularly because the last one we did was just before the first lockdown. And it just feels like everything's changed and everybody's been through all sorts of things. So um, yeah, just so nice to see everybody. Oh. I know we're in London, but uh, you have one or two other regional things, right? Is there something in Manchester? Is that right? We're going to be doing one of these in Manchester in October. I don't have a date yet. We've been talking about venues, but I've been concentrating on this. So, um, yes, some point in October we'll be doing another one. So you'll be turning up with your party hats and your yes. chocolate biscuits. and Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and hopefully not a school strike that day. Everybody who I've been speaking with is so complimentary about your community and your space and what you're doing with it Frankie so you are celebrating today right and oh, yeah yeah um John gave me a bottle of Prosecco when he arrived and Louise has given me some uh, <laughs> some gin that she's made with some flowers from her allotment so I might drink those in a minute <laughs> and for listeners Frankie is wearing a party hat I mean the formal side of the meetup has finished so it's fine formal. Is, <laughs> is there a formal side of this meetup I'm not sure there is but yeah I, I know what you mean <laughs> well for people who've been listening today who for whatever reason aren't involved in the community how can people get involved frankie so um if you want to join the community itself you need to go to doingitforkids.net all the gump is on there but there's also a podcast that me and steve make which goes out occasionally i mean it's supposed to be every two weeks but nah um but that's totally free and you can engage with the community in that way if you don't want to come into the space but yeah fantastic and thank you to you and steve for making the podcast i spoke to steve about that um and yeah so just keep doing what you're doing frankie Thank you for coming to record it. Really appreciate it. Well, that's the end of the episode. If you've enjoyed it, please do uh, share it on your socials or tell a friend. Something nice like that would be amazing. Um, you can keep in touch with Mother of All Solutions podcast by searching on your preferred podcast app. Um, just, yeah, search Mother of All Solutions and you'll find this episode, obviously, and past episodes. Um, and you can subscribe to listen out for future ones. And, yeah, if you can connect with me on socials, that would be really nice, at Solutions Mother on Instagram and Twitter. So thank you to everyone who contributed today. I think for me, it's just really demonstrated how important it is to be part of a community of like-minded people in whatever walk of life you're in whatever stage you're at and um, so whether you're a parent who freelances and you connect with doing it for the kids community or whether there's a network within your employed workplace um, a parent group or you think something like that would be great to set up then you know just just do it just get involved um, I think it's doing it for the kids but it's also doing it for the parents right we've got to be there for each other thank you once again for listening do take care and have a great day wherever you are Bye.
Here's to the next DFTK meetup. D-I-F-T-K. Did I get that right? D-I-F-T-K. Doing it for the kids. Let's just say it out Doing and full. Doing it for the kids. Yeah. Our name. <laughs> Thank you, Corinna. Thank you, Laura. Lovely to see you today. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's beingfreelance.com, and that's what I am on Instagram and all of those kind of things. I, As a freelancer, I make podcasts and videos. Um, but, um, yeah, that's where you'll find me. I am um, best found by my website. It's hallcreative.co.uk. I do exist on the socials. So on Instagram and Facebook, I'm also Hall Creative, all one word. Um, I lurk there, mostly. <laughs> Check our website, please. It's uh, thequickbrownfox.co.uk. Mm-hmm.